0: October the uh, 8th, and uh, I have a very special um, uh, podcast episode tonight. Tonight, tonight we are um, discussing Phantasm, uh, um, and I am discussing it with my uh, fabulous fiancé, Brian yeah. Wilson. You know I am. <laughs> and a, a very good friend of mine from back home in Detroit, Michigan. Uh, me and him used to go to the same church uh Mr. uh Kevin Stevens. You can say hey, hi. Mom.
1: And hi everybody.
0: And um Mr. Chris Nucira. Now you know Chris Nucera from the, the stand episode if you guys tuned in to that. And we had a ball uh talking about the stand for four nights. Mr. Chris Nusera say hi.
1: Hello everyone and it was a pleasure doing the stand and thank you for asking me to
2: do fantastic.
0: Yes. I uh uh Nathan Della was supposed to be on tonight but he has some things pop up. So and I um understand that. So uh but um but uh yes, we are discussing phantasm tonight. Uh um, before we get, um into the questions, I do want to ask each one of you uh how do you guys um like um phantasm? I know um uh, uh Kevin you for telling us how you um, saw it twice in one day before we started um, recording. So I I take it you really like this film.
3: <laughs> well, I saw it twice in one day because um, the second time was free.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, I <laughs> would have went and too. They say,
3: they say free is the best sauce. <laughs> so it was a real treat to see it twice. Um, and I watched it again recently knowing that I was going to um, be talking to you guys about it uh, with some fresh eyes. Because when I saw it, I was 17 Yeah, uh, back when it came out. And um, I have different tastes now. Uh, yes. so it was interesting to see it again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, to say the least, I'm sure because i i had never seen phantasm uh i thought i did but i i hadn't um and so when uh and it's on streaming on tubi for free now yay i didn't have to buy it uh <laughs> yeah, it's
1: on amazon. yeah
0: so yeah. uh yep it sure is on amazon and uh uh so um i you know looked at it you know i i said huh Is Interesting, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I um uh I can understand though why why teenage boys, because uh, when I uh, read up on it on Wikipedia, it said that um it's um, uh, catered to like uh, teenage boys, so yeah, I, <laughs> I understood why. <laughs> and yeah. Mister Chris how about you sir um how did you um like um phantasm as, as a kid and now uh,
1: I, I loved it as a kid i thought it was uh the most different horror we've ever i've ever seen yeah. now that i'm older and i watched it again last night because i wanted to refresh my memory yeah it still holds up i mean it's such a great film mm-hmm. and, Uh And And uh, I I didn't know that it, it, see, I I, I kind of watched it as a preteen, and I wasn't really sure what I was watching because I was so young, but, um, you know, you watch different things, you watch, like, movies as you're growing up, and, you know, you watch the same movies, and that movie just sticks out because it's just so different, it's different. It really was uh, weird stuff happened in this film. Well, I'm sure we'll get into it, but uh, yeah, I loved it. All right.
0: And what about you, babe? Uh, how do
4: you feel about Phantasm? Okay. <laughs> so a lot of the you, your viewers know about me. Uh
0: huh.
4: They know I do not like. Well, I just said do not like. I don't actively search for horror movies.
0: Yeah.
4: Okay? Yeah. It's not my genre. Not at all. I don't like this. I don't like jump scares. I want to be scared. I look at my bills every day. <laughs> so this movie I hate to say this, there might be some comments after this. I did not care for this movie at all. <laughs> it was it was very very weird. Maybe mainly probably because of the fact that the movies that you haven't watched before is like uh-huh. the, the big ones like Halloween and My yeah. uh, Miami Street. This was like way off the beaten path. Mm-hmm. The ending yeah. itself threw me. Like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> like These other two gentlemen, they watched it when they was a kid. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm 42. So I'm watching it as a grown man. I'm like, <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> Nothing against anybody else. They're like, because I even looked at your group of reaction. I was like, Oh, I love this movie. This like Oh, I love this movie. This is a great movie. I was like, You, how? Wow. How did you? I did not like this movie. So you know, you had, remember you had that podcast, that that one show. You was talking about uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. Which you knew was my all time favorite movie of all time. Didn't have me as a guest. Last night, I was sitting there after the movie was over, pacing in my bedroom, like, "Why did she have me on this one and not that one? Like, does she love me anymore? Like, I'm the father of her
2: son. Did she love me?"
4: No offense. It's just that this movie. I to be to be serious. It's just that I didn't really feel this movie. It felt right. like I'm a comic book collector. Okay. Mm-hmm. And comic book, when you read comic books, if they're too wordy or they are just too way out, I'm not gonna enjoy it. Same mm-hmm. thing here. It just it was just too there was no explanation going on. Like I had to, like, I know I had to come up with a lot of stuff on my own, but I was like, I shouldn't have to do that. There's a lot of plot holes in this movie. So I was just like, huh? That's my number one thing I kept saying throughout the whole movie was,
0: huh? Well, I think as as we go on throughout the podcast, I think we're going to find out answers, you know, just talking about it, you know, just discussing it. And I think that we're going to get to some meat here. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, Okay. So the first question is, though, uh, who was your favorite character? And uh, uh, Mr. Crystal Sierra, we'll start with you first. What was your, who was your favorite character? And Santa,
1: uh, I love Reggie. Yeah,
2: yeah Reggie. Yeah.
1: Reggie's cool, man. Yeah. man I, I love Reggie. Him and his ponytail.
0: He's awesome. All- <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Uh, uh,
0: Mister Kevin, who is your uh, uh, favorite character?
3: Uh, the tall man. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Uh, the reason
3: uh, there was very and this is one of the problems that um, Brian was having with it there was very little exposition in the movie Yes. so a lot of times in movies you'll have somebody who will narrate components of the plot to you and they didn't do it yeah so the tall man the fun thing
2: about him he felt like he didn't have to explain nothing he was just going to be there mm-hmm.
0: right
3: <laughs> and, and he was gonna kill you and stuff. He was gonna turn into a woman and kill you. Oh. Um, just up, he had a
0: plan. Right, and he stuck to that plan. <laughs> he stuck to that plan. <laughs> and, and I, well, I, I agree with you, um, uh, Chris. I, I um, myself, I enjoyed Reggie. I thought he was just a really cool dude. I, I just, uh, everything about it, he was nice, he was kind, he, he wanted to, uh, uh, be there for Jody and for Mike, and then for Mike at the end, he, he just wanted to be there for, you know, so, so I, I just, I, I, I liked him, I gave him, I gave him his props. <laughs> okay, now the next question is, uh, Who is your least favorite character uh, on Phantasm? And Kevin, we'll go to you this time uh, first for the question. Uh,
3: My least favorite character was the tall man. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Because these these
0: poor dog guys are just trying to do what guys do. And he kills them for it.
3: (laughs) I mean, what the... (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, that's, that's so unreasonable and this that's the way the movie started
2: too I mean, right. the whole thing is like oh this
3: is okay this is all right i'm 17 how did i get to theater for this
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i'm surprised they yeah. didn't kick anybody out this is 1979
1: it was 79 right yeah, and, I, care back then.
3: yeah I was i was 17 and um they were marginal about, marginal about letting us in to see stuff like that. And so I went in, and it's like, oh, it's going to be one of these. Right. And then the next thing I know, this big, tall, ugly dude.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, my, my least favorite character is the tall man, because
1: as much as he helped me enjoy the movie, he wrecked it, too. <laughs> He's a wrecker.
2: Right. Right. <laughs>
0: And uh, uh, Mr. Nostura, who is your least favorite character? Um, I don't know if I have one, but if I do have one, it would probably be that annoying caretaker. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Oh, yeah. The guy who who gets the ball drilled into his head. Yeah, yeah. He he was just annoying me for some reason. I don't know if it was his face or, or what, but, yeah, he was kind of annoying Ball in his head. That was his job. That was his function in the movie. Was to get his head juiced. Yeah. But that was uh, that was a, that was a really cool part. I mean, that ball was awesome. That was I mean, cutting edge for back then.
2: Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You've
1: never seen that. You've no pun
2: intended. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow! Yeah, yeah, because that spear, and we'll get to that uh, later too. But the spear was actually really good, uh, a, a really good touch. And, and no, I, I don't get character too, huh? The ball,
1: the ball is a character.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, character. yeah. Uh, uh, it's one of the um, one of the cooler cooler ways to. Kill somebody in a horror
2: movie. <laughs>
0: and, yeah, definitely. And babe, who was your least favorite uh, character?
4: Uh, Mike, the young man, the little boy. Yes, uh,
0: the little boy. Yes, yeah, yes. just name was Mike.
4: Mike. Only reason I say Mike because he was like so annoying. Like he'll follow his brother nah. everywhere.
1: <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> he followed him everywhere. Yeah,
4: I agree, I agree. Now, granted, the one time he did follow his brother to the fu- uh, to the fu- uh, to the cemetery, and, you know, he saved his life, you know, because the lavender lady was going to turn into the tall man and kill him, you know, but his 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 uh, little brother saved him because he followed. Yeah, and got spooked and ran, and, you know, and he had to chase he him. He wasn't
3: but- trying to get saved,
2: man. Yeah.
4: Right? More ways than one. (laughs) But yeah, that's, it's just that he was just annoyingly, he's just annoying character to me. It's just like, every time I watch him, like, and I'm a little brother, like I have an older sister. I was was never like that. You know? (laughs) And I was just like, stop following. (laughs) <laughs> I guess at one time he followed him and saved his life. He's like, oh I gotta follow you for now on." Now,
0: right? You know. So yeah. And how did he get
3: everywhere so fast? I mean, right? Yeah, were,
0: he did so get there fast. He could
3: drive and fix the car, but then he had to run somewhere. Got there, wasn't tired. At the same place that he had to
1: drive to. Exactly. And at one point, at one point, he was. Uh, the, the brother went to the bar, and he was, and the kid was right there. Yeah, right. right there. Yeah. <laughs> the bar is right around the corner from
3: the house. You know? um, there was a sci-fi element to this movie. I think the kid might have just teleported.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Teleported.
3: right. That would make more sense. sense. He third
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And that he never rolled when he was running.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? My, my least favorite character, I I have to agree with Bryant, my babe here, because uh, Mike was uh, he was annoying. He was like how you said the you know the caretaker was uh, Chris. Uh, he was annoying, and to me he he felt a little bratish, You know, he's he he, kind of like a little brat, but i do believe i do believe there is a reason behind that which i'm gonna get into later but i but i still feel like he was my least favorite character because i didn't uh i didn't really connect with him all that well like i did with reggie and even jody was a really good character uh, but um but Mike I just felt uh I don't I don't know. I just um uh, felt like he was just a little bit too bratty, a little bit too needy, and uh uh like Brian said, he followed his brother everywhere. Right, and like you said, uh Kevin, you know, it seemed like you know, he just teleported to where he you know to where his brother was most times, you know, so so yeah. I would have to go with Mike. Being my least favorite character as well. <laughs> okay, so what was everybody's uh, favorite scene? Uh, 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 oh, well, babe, we'll go to you this time. Uh, who, what was your favorite scene of um, *Fantastic*?
4: Okay, so it was this, it was right after Mike cut the tall man's fingers off.
2: Uh-huh.
4: He kept one of them, and it turned into this like this this weird alien yeah. fly. That special effect for that was I liked it. That whole the, that whole scene where they try to kill it with the garbage disposal, and the funniest thing was when Reggie came in, that fly was sitting there looking up at that <laughs> out of the garbage disposal. I ain't dead. Had <laughs> one arm out like this, and, and, and came out and tagged Mike. And you know they finally, you know Jody finally killed it. But yeah, but that's that's my that's my favorite scene. <laughs>
0: and Kevin what was your favorite scene
3: um my favorite scene was um and this is the uh, humor issue for me when um Mike got transported to the planet where they're sending the slaves Mm -hmm. uh, and um The second time I saw it, I started singing Follow the Yellow Brick Road. (laughs) It looked like some little um, alien munchkins.
4: Yep. And um, I just had a very Wizard of Oz moment with it. Um, But again,
3: I do like um, it had a heavy sci-fi element to it. Mm -hmm. Because they had to go through a portal to get it was never clear to me because i didn't watch any of the sequels whether it was another world or another dimension that they went to but uh the fact that they were when it did that in a story in a horror story i thought was very sophisticated i like the way they worked it out
4: and i'm a big sci-fi guy i'm a huge sci-fi guy right and when i saw that i was like oh okay and then they didn't even develop that they didn't say nothing else about it i was sitting there like it went nowhere I'm like, I want to know about this place. This is interesting to me. Why do you just mm-hmm. like didn't say nothing about this? Just food the rug like, right. Yeah. Under you. Like I was after this movie, I was legitimately angry. Like it was just so many so many questions I had. I'm like, that place looked like it was. Why? Why? Why are taking those people? What are you going to do with them? What? It, what? It, what's you know?
3: but we don't know when they edited the movie. What ended up on the cutting room floor? True.
0: Yeah, because, you know, I I read that it was much longer. The movie was much longer. It was supposed to be like three hours long. That's what wow. I read. Mm-hmm.
4: They cut a huge
0: chunk of it out. They, they cut a huge, yeah, he cut a huge chunk of it out. Uh, But um, there was footage released like in the 90s, I think. And uh, they're not sure if it's still around or not, but it it was released in the nineties, where um the footage that was cut was put back in. Oh wow,
1: I didn't mm-hmm. know that.
0: Mm-hmm. But we don't know where it is now. They don't know where it is. They don't know, you know, what happened to it or whatnot. So. Yeah. But uh, all the questions that you have are probably right in there too. Yes.
4: Yeah, so, that movie wasn't that long at all. Like it was, it was longer. Like, certain movies, like Lord of the Rings and and Avengers, like, they were long, but I'm a comic book guy, and I'm a Lord of the Rings fan, so I know outside of the movies what went on behind the scenes.
2: This one,
4: I had no clue. (laughs) At all. I was just like, okay, new world. Huh. Is the tall man, is he, like, the grown version of these munchkins? Munchkins? is he like their leader i don't know is he just (laughs) just another henchman for a bigger villain i don't know
0: you know my question is uh why did the tall why was the tall man uh, uh, like making them into doors when he's very tall and they were they're very small so i don't i didn't get that you know i didn't get why he wanted to wanted them to be small
3: higher, higher gravity
1: so they were denser that, that could be um and they, that's the way they, the they explained it yeah yeah uh-huh mm-hmm. but, which i don't get i mean I, 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 um
2: he said because of the gravity and the heat i think yeah and how he knew that i i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know he he was in their, he was in their dimension for about a whole five seconds. Yeah. And while he was there, he had Google, so.
0: <laughs> Google, Google helps everything. Yeah. He yeah. solves everything. Yeah.
2: You know,
1: but you know, you were saying, Matrice, about the, the the missing footage or whatever, if it was restored. You know, they just released a box set of that movie. wow. It, oh. uh, it was like only a few months ago, I think, and it.
2: it very well could be. The, it comes with the sphere. It, what? You know, it, it's like a yeah. It's like the little ball with the spike in it.
0: And oh well. Wow. Yeah, and I, I, I always wanted to get it. I just never did. But I wonder if it's on there. It very well could be because I, mean, I know
1: if it, if it has a box set with the sphere in it. Yeah. yeah
0: it's it's, gotta it's got, got to be yeah. some extra points. Yep, it's got to. Yeah. Blu-ray. I, mean, I was
1: just watching was.
3: Uh, Remastered.
0: One yeah, that remastered
4: that's yeah, yeah, I was watching
0: Remastered.
3: And yeah. it didn't have anything extra in it that I could tell. It was very shiny because it's in like Ultra
2: HD right now. Yeah. So it looked really good. Oh, yeah. But you guys, just to, uh, you know, Brian, you and you
1: kept, you just touched on.
2: Uh, your favorite parts, and yes. they are
1: both my favorite parts. So. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it for the same reason? <laughs> yeah, for the same exact reason.
4: <laughs> I have I have other favorite parts too. Like like when you when Mike was um, at the, the the shopping area and a tall man was walking. Man, the way that tall man was walking—that was the most smoothest thing I've ever seen. That stride was pretty, wasn't it? Man, <laughs> I was
2: like, I got it. Yeah. And
4: that's the one thing I noticed about that movie I, said, I gotta mimic that walk. <laughs> I'm only five ten, but I, I can pull it off. How did, did, how did anybody feel about that pennywise moment in the picture? Yeah I yeah, forgot that about that part. Nice.
0: Where am I looking?
4: I don't remember. Mike was Mike was Mike looking at a picture? And He was on. a he was on like he the picture of the tall man back in the day. Yeah, he was on uh, a carriage like or something.
1: And the tall man looked at
4: him in the picture, yeah. just like Pennywise
1: and oh, yeah. Yeah, did. Oh, I did, forgot I forgot about that part. That. Yeah, I did yep. not even realize that.
0: Yeah, he was in the horse and carriage. Yeah, right? horse and carriage. That's yeah. what yeah. it was. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do remember seeing that, but I didn't. Re- I didn't see him. He look looked at right him. at him. Yep, he looked right at him. Oh my gosh, that is a Pennywise moment. And then, <laughs> yeah, that was me.
2: So yeah, that was the things,
3: um, I don't want to get too far ahead in the story, but I saw components of some classic horror, even at the end of the movie. So you you've got that thing that Pennywise ripped off for it, and um, the end of one really sweet
2: horror movie, which ended the same way as this one. Oh. So,
3: yeah. That was really cool.
2: This
4: thing was a forerunner. It was a precursor. It was. It really was. Don't get me wrong. It has some good elements in it. Mm-hmm. Just the overall plot, I, it just made me mad. <laughs> I, was, I was so upset.
0: Well, I'll tell you my favorite part of the movie is when, uh, <laughs> it's when Mike put his hand in a black box that the girl and her grandmother oh, <laughs> cool, yeah. And, yeah. And, and he was like, you know, he was scared and she's sitting up there, like saying don't fear michael don't fear and and, and and when he finally took his hand out and he left the grandmother started cracking up and i started cracking up too because she was cracking up that, that
4: <laughs> i like that good scene too because it was let's say this movie was made in 1979 uh-huh. the special yeah. effects to bring that box onto that table was pretty pretty sweet yeah yes yeah. mm-hmm. well any other fan of more than one genre um You're talking, Brian, um, they're re-releasing Doom this month. Yes.
3: Mm -hmm. And um, the same thing that happened when they were trying to find out if he was a male Bene Gesserit, Paul.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: And put your hand in this box. What's in there? Just paint. And Mm -hmm. I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear Mm -hmm. is the little death
2: that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, so they got that concept from Doom. Yeah.
3: Uh, Frank Herbert's Doom before the movie came out, so it's from the novel.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh. Wow. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Most people didn't know that Doom was a novel. Oh.
0: Before. Yeah. I didn't even know that yeah. Doom was a novel. I thought Doom was a video game. That's what
4: I thought. Oh, oh, wow. like <laughs> yeah. Not. Yeah. Not Doom. Oh. Doom, not
0: okay. Yeah. And e. Okay. <laughs> My listeners are gonna <laughs> laugh at me. <laughs> oh, they're still mad at me
4: because I say like this movie. They <laughs>
0: well, what is your least favorite um, scene? And uh, uh, Chris, Sarah, we'll come to you first for this um, question. What was your least favorite scene?
1: Yeah, you know, Lutris, I really don't have a least favorite. I, I, love, I love the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I was thinking about this and
0: uh, and I just couldn't think of one. So, hey, yeah, I can respect that. Sometimes movies are so good to, to us that we don't have a least favorite scene. So I can I can understand that. Uh, Kevin, how about you? <laughs> how about you, Kevin? Do you have a least favorite scene? No,
3: I mean I either loved it or hated it, and there was there was nothing that made me. Hated mm-hmm.
0: enough to make it my least favorite anything. Yeah, um, wow. I mean, I was mad at the tall
1: man at the beginning.
0: Yeah, but, um, <laughs> here's this guy. Yes, he's just trying to get it on with a girl. Then yeah. he,
2: That's what I'm thinking, yes. what a ripoff. But, he messes, um, he messes it up. up.
3: Um, I was mad at Mike teleporting around all
2: the place. <laughs> <laughs> I was mad. At, I was mad at him driving around. Um, him
4: using a shotgun shell and a thumbtack to blow off a door. Right, MacGyver. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I, I don't like implausible physics,
0: but they didn't have MythBusters back then. True. So true. We we just had to go ahead and roll with it. Except it, what it, it is, it wasn't a least favorite
3: thing. Um, again, I guess I mostly was mad at the tall man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for, well, being a, for being a lethal blocker.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> well babe, babe how, how about you? What was your least favorite scene? I agree with him. Uh-huh. The
4: scene when the tall when the lady in Lavender turned into a tall man. And I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, nah. Uh-uh. <laughs> Cause my thing, I I I'm, I'm okay, now my question is, are they two separate people? Did they did she just materialize away and he materialized there? Or was he always the tall man?
3: She was always the tall man.
4: See, that part I don't like. No, I'm good.
1: Nasty dude.
4: Yeah, right? <laughs> Yo, freaky freak. <laughs> so no, that's my least favorite scene. I mean, it's, it's just that the, so many scenes, I have so many least favorite scenes, mm-hmm. only because it's it's just like the plot. It, it was no explanation for what they're doing, with, why they're doing it. Right. You know? Like, I want to know more about the tall man. That was my favorite character. Mm-hmm. The tall man was—he was—he was amazing, but but there's another scene that I would say I didn't really like because it wasn't really explained, mm-hmm. and I know y'all gonna agree when I say this. When the tall—I kind of knew what was gonna happen anyways. When the tall man was chasing Mike, and they ran past a sign that says mind shaft beware. I said, oh, he's gonna fall in the mine shaft. I didn't care <laughs> about that part. Uh-huh. That part I'm mad about. How did Jody? That those boulders were huge. How did he right. move that huge? The, especially the last boulder. How did he move that last boulder down he the hand? Yeah. And the thing is the thing is, you saw you saw all the all the boulders come down from the top and they looked up the top, you don't see nothing. And also you see a huge boulder, a, a huge boulder that lands on the hole. I'm like, mm-hmm. how did he move that boulder? How? <laughs> he had problem he had problems with the uh the, the, the little munchkin when he went back into the funeral home. When he jumped on his back.
2: Those munchkins are <laughs> 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 happy. Yeah,
0: because they had problems. Uh, they had a problem lifting Tommy up. And he was a dwarf.
2: Man.
4: <laughs> there's, so, there's just so many plot holes in this. That just, I was just like. no okay, you know, little shop of horrors. But no. I'm a phantasm. I'm a phantasm. Okay. They made five of these.
2: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> did did
0: you guys see all of them? No. Oh, okay.
1: I, I I've seen all of them, but I don't remember what they are.
4: Oh, okay. And I, they,
1: and I really, I can't remember.
4: They're all on Tubi,
1: they,
0: so you can watch them for free. They, they,
1: they, they I'm sure they weren't very impressionable. So. And,
0: and I think <laughs> the last, the very last phantasm, I believe, was made in 2016.
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like you, I'm like, oh,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow, <Yeah. laughs> I thought it would have died in
0: <laughs> or at least the early 90s, <laughs> yeah. I
1: might check them out, I might check them out again, you know, just, to be honest
4: to, check them out, to be honest with you, that not having this conversation with y'all, I might, maybe, on a slow Sunday, You know, afternoon, when you know all the football games are off, in between, you know, the last afternoon football game and the evening football game, I might watch part two just to see if they explain what went on in part one.
1: They should.
4: Yeah. Uh,
3: Why don't you do a report on that? Because I'm not going to waste my time. (laughs) (laughs)
2: You know what happened.
4: (laughs) I posted in the group.
0: Yeah. There you go. And my least favorite part is actually y'all's least favorite part, the um the woman turning into the tall man, because I, I just felt like that wasn't right. That
4: he was there enjoying himself. He was had a good night. He probably had a few drinks before he went they went down. Yeah,
0: it, it, especially Mike. Poor Mike. Because yeah. you know what when, when uh uh when I mean not Mike, Jody. Jody. When Jody was with the woman in lavender slash the tall oh, man,
2: right,
0: right, yeah. and, and and you know, and he was uh, trying to get his groove on and everything, and Mike, you know, just darts out and Jody darts after him. But when he came back, poof, she was gone. But this is my thing though.
2: Huh?
0: Why a
4: cemetery? Like, was that a big thing in the seventies? As now, you know, I was born in seventy nine. You know. Was that a big thing? Like for the life of me, I'm a grown man. I'm not going nowhere near a cemetery, especially due to do.
3: Hey, I can I can answer this because I was 17 in 79 when this came out. I was a senior. I was graduating from high school. I can tell you, um, as
4: far as cemeteries, yeah, and. Um, trying to get your swerve on yeah that's a big negatory okay Okay. all right
2: cool
3: we were not doing that okay cool that's a
0: way to die
2: yeah
3: That is a way to die okay that
0: was funny that is a way to die that is a way to willingly die <laughs> uh, okay uh now I, I was gonna ask um you know you know uh you know how uh what creative kill was your favorite, favorite. but there was really no kills in oh, yeah, uh, the Phantasm yeah, either the little
4: ball
0: yeah but but there was only like what maybe what three, three. kills? Yeah uh, just three kills and so i uh, so i mean we could talk about it no doubt but there uh, i mean because the only cool kill for me anyway was the the who when the sphere uh came at the man's head and the blood squirted out and everything like that now that was cool but that was like the only one because tommy's uh, death was kind of boring i mean if you uh, I, I right. guess if you want to die that way, you, you know, because he was, you know, getting his world on, and the girl oh, just done. kind of. Yeah, he, you was know. Done. Yeah. he
2: was done. Yeah, Oh done. yeah, yeah, he that's right. Done. Yeah, he was. Yeah. They he were. Was, he
4: was, he was, was enduring.
0: He was done.
1: Yeah, it
4: was an
0: afterglow. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. So I mean, yeah. so it, I mean, it's fairly boring. His death, and yeah. and then, uh, uh. There was
4: another death, wasn't there? So Reggie died.
0: Oh yeah, well, and and see,
4: I'm doing quotation marks. Y'all can't see I'm doing quotation marks. Jody supposedly died in a car accident, but you don't see that. Yeah,
0: right.
4: See, it was Reggie, Reggie,
0: Tommy. And uh, the caretaker guy. That's it. Yeah, the three that yeah. that we know of. Yeah, you know. And well, okay. So here's the question: Did Jody die, or did he not die, or was this uh was this Mike's dream, or was it reality, or was it you know? Well, Chris a- knows. Uh huh. Chris
3: knows.
0: Oh, C- yeah. Chris. Okay, Mister No Sarah. Please, please, please. Uh, tell us these answers.
1: Put me under the gun, are
2: you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: what the I get out of it is it was a dream.
0: Okay. Oh, but that would now that would explain the dream like states.
4: That would explain it. That it would explain. If this was that whole um, beginning part was a dream
2: mm-hmm.
4: that um, that uh, Michael was, uh, was dreaming. Mm-hmm. Then that would explain how Mike was teleporting everywhere.
2: That
0: would explain right. that. Yeah, and also, also, Brian. Yes,
3: sir. Since it was a dream, tell me the last time one of your dreams made sense.
4: That is also true.
3: Well, yeah,
4: yeah, that's also like true. Saying,
3: this didn't make sense to you. It was a dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's,
1: that's, you that's, can that's, carry that's... whole boulders. <laughs> <laughs> forgetting about one kill. Yeah.
2: What kill? Or what? Oh. Um, what was his name? Tommy, the one that got uh, was killed at the beginning. Yeah. Hey, he, we he, he, his dwarf
0: character, died the second time. Oh, oh yeah. In the, in the
1: accident, and all that gooey oh, stuff was.
0: Oh out. yeah, that was that could be. Um, yeah. Counted yeah. 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 oh, as a death. Cool what killer.
1: happened? also
0: those two young ladies what happened to them oh yeah well that was never according
1: yeah. to the story according to reggie he let them go he said he found a bunch of girls
0: yeah <laughs> they yeah I remember and that
1: yeah <laughs> like rabbits he said but um yeah i mean uh, the, the, I when, when, when tommy was killed the second time as a dwarf uh, that was a pretty cool <laughs> kill
2: yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah i like the look. gooey
1: and Reggie was worried about him leaking all over his. Ice cream. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember that? But Reggie's a businessman,
2: right? He's
0: As a matter, matter of fact, that was another one of my favorite scenes.
2: <laughs>
0: another one of my favorite scenes was when Jody and uh, uh, Reggie were um, were jamming out. To their guitars, on their guitars, I should say. Oh, I that know, was that. one of my, that was another one of my favorite tunes. Huh? That was a that was a cool tune. Oh,
4: it was. Really it. Oh yeah. It was. Yeah, I enjoyed that.
0: Blues in it. It was.
1: Uh, it's funny. I, I kind of know the lyrics to that song. <laughs> my wife and I were watching it last night, and I was singing it to her.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: she was kind of impressed, but yeah. It's, it's, it's,
0: and uh, the next question I have is, and this is a good one, is my, um, uh, uh, it's one of the questions that I really wanted to ask because um I don't know myself. I'm sure uh, Kevin and Chris, I'm sure you guys know the answer to this uh, or at least have opinions about it uh what do you think this why do you think that this movie is such a cult classic and i um uh, i think i um asked uh this is a grouper's reaction question too so but uh, uh uh what do you guys think uh well i i, I just simply simply because of, of what happens in the movie mm-hmm. that you've never seen before mm-hmm. um, you know that the, the guy's finger turns into
1: a bug Mm-hmm. and fly, you see it moving in the kid's hair <laughs> like you never see anything like that it's just whatever happens in this film is just why it's a classic well you
3: know? the, the technicians who delivered this film um, whether it's the special effects or what we call a jump cut where there's this hard from one scene to the other and that's a device that the director or the editor uses in helping to tell the story actually works well in horror for shock value but these jump cuts were motion directed as opposed to fear directed as opposed to horror directed Um, just to give you jarring images uh, from one space to another and they weren't really doing it like that prior to that, you know? Storytelling, it was a lot more fluid. Like, if you look at The Exorcist, that, as creepy as it was, it was still classic filmmaking, mm-hmm. as opposed to the stuff that you saw with this one, which showed them uh, doing visual transitions for shot value that didn't necessarily have a slash in it,
2: but just gave you a different scene all of a sudden, so you couldn't keep your bearings. All right. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I felt that same way about The Evil Dead, because I, um, I discussed The Evil Dead uh, uh, about two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, and I feel that um, that there was some stuff on that movie that was done that was never done again. And it wasn't done before that either. Yes. So, so I kind of feel uh, like like that movie with this movie, because like you said, it was so, um, the imaging. But, and, and let me tell you, I believe that this movie is very atmospheric. uh
2: uh-uh. the, at,
0: the atmosphere uh, itself made it, and and, it, and Mr. Chris, I, I have to agree with you um, that it was a dream, because now that you said that, it, it makes sense now. It it, it made, it, that makes everything about the movie make sense. Like the... <laughs> like the black box just appearing on the table. I don't know. Well, as your, as dreams,
3: your dreams have jump cuts. Yeah. If you think about it. Mm-hmm. Your dreams are not properly sequential.
0: You jump from a place to yep. another, even if you're maintaining
3: the same story thread somewhat. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: exactly. I, I, I had a dream just the other day that was like that. The other night mm-hmm. that was like that. You know, I, I was in one place and all of a sudden, I'm in another place, you know. So, so yeah, um, I, I understand that. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, I just didn't, because I didn't even write anything down, down in my notes. I was like, I hope Kevin and Chris could answer this question because I can't, I can't really answer it. Because I don't really, because I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't born until 1980. So, so I can't really, I, I can look at this with, the eyes you know with my eyes now and say that well you know I think that this movie was you know good for its time you know back in 1979 I like I said I can understand why this movie was made or not made I shouldn't say made for it but I can understand why teenage boys liked it so much because uh, like i said i read on wikipedia that that uh, um teenage boys from the age of 13 to 17 or 18 really like this movie and i can understand why just looking at, you know just looking at it and, and the tall man's a freak yeah. <laughs> and i don't know if you guys knew this or not but don Cascale, uh who directed this movie he was only eighteen or nineteen years old when he directed. Yeah, he was
2: alive, man. Yeah. He
4: wow. was young. Well, I would say this too. The another thing that I would think that um reason why this would be made into to a like a cult classic is the time it was made and the special effects that was used to make this is very impressive.
0: Very I mean,
4: like from the like you say from the black box appearing, the mm-hmm. figure turned into a fly, um
0: the finger moving
4: in the box. Yeah, finger moving or well, the hand. Oh, moved, the sphere. Yeah, the sphere. The hand when the, when the palm of his hand closed the door. The door was completely closed, mm-hmm. and the way his hand was still yeah well, was, was still moving. moving. Mm-hmm. You know, for every yeah, I always wonder how they did
1: that.
4: Yeah, and it was just the way they the way they did the special effects in this movie was very sci fi ish, and that's why I like it so much. I look, like, that's to me. Even though I, I didn't like the plot, I, mean, I want to make sure I make this clear. The only the reason why I don't like the movie is the plot, mm-hmm. but the special effects saved it to the point where I, that's what kept me watching. Mm-hmm. Like I was okay. Oh, this is pretty sweet. I like this. I like that. You know, because you know, like I told you, I'm a big, huge sci-fi uh, fan. Mm-hmm. And the part, the part of would that got me upset was when they visited the other world, and I'm like, oh, that's sci-fi. That's like pure sci-fi. Another dimension, another world. want right. to see that, and just like how y'all explained it is as, as a dream, I've had dreams where I experienced something new, and all of a sudden I get pulled back. And I'm like, I get pissed. I'm upset. I want to go back to that area. Ready <laughs> to go back to that dream? <laughs> yeah, you know, like I had a dream that I was getting like free money. Like I just grab as much as you can, and then and then I woke up. I said, like, No, I want to go back. <laughs> so I understand. I understand why it's a cult classic. It has. A lot of good elements as far as the special effects. Um, The the acting act was pretty good too.
3: If you think about horror movies from the period, we think about Hitchcock. Yeah. We think about The Exorcist. Yeah. So again, like I said, they use relatively classic movie making techniques, Mm -hmm. classic ways of telling stories. Correct. And like you said, this one um, was very special effects driven. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. but it wasn't and cheesy special was, effects, though. That's the best part. Different.
4: Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but was one that cheesy horror movie special effects. You know, no. it was like some stuff that you could you could tell was wasn't real. Like when the drill went into the caretaker's head and the way his, it wasn't real. I mean, you know, I mean, like it wasn't <laughs> wasn't it didn't look realistic. Like right. he, you saw the part of his uh the makeup peeling off or whatever it was. Right. But it was still made up. The whole scene still was made up with like the blood squirting out the hole, I, and and then and then when he fell, he peed on himself.
3: Yeah, that was great. Yeah,
4: see, right? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> that makes the detail, but, but that makes sense to me. I was like, that makes sense. You know, right. I've, I've worked in the medical field. I know when people now I'm get into too much detail, but when some people pass away suddenly, everything goes.
0: Oh yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. I've heard that. I've yeah. heard that. And and uh, Chris, uh, you were um, saying something about the acting, and the acting was kind of spot on, it especially for them. Uh, I, I believe that for most of them, this was their first acting gig and their last acting gig. The tall man but, had me
4: when, his, when he started walking. He had me then. <laughs> I was like, "That's you know." <laughs> That might be a brother. <laughs> <laughs> that walk was so smooth. You could tell he was whipping his hair like Snoop Dogg. I was like, "My man, <laughs> that was Snoop Dogg." Must have got it from.
0: He watched his movies.
2: <laughs> probably. Yeah, I, think,
1: man, I, I think Reggie was was a really good actor. Yeah. Yes. Uh,
0: yeah. He. Um, I, th- I, th- I, think I think he was, was the only there. veteran because I think he had acted in some stuff before. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Probably right. Yeah.
4: I mean, you have to be a good actor, be bald, almost bald, rocking that ponytail.
0: Man, yeah, I know, right? Man, <laughs> and, and I know. I do know that he's. Uh, <laughs> I do know that he is. He's a uh, sneaker now. Uh, I mean, uh, two. I should say because he's still acting, and he does sing too. Uh,
2: uh I mean, he,
4: he already displayed it in, um in that movie yeah no.
0: yeah and uh as is the guy who plays jody he does worship music in his church yep. i read yep and and uh well speaking of church that's my last question uh how does um the uh how does phantasm pertain to the bible and i'll answer this first i'll answer this question first Uh what i have what i wrote down and my notes is um, to me phantasm had a lot to do and and this is uh um this is kind of like what i was saying earlier about mike being a brat uh to me phantasm had a lot to do with abandonment i it seemed to me that uh, um uh that mike had abandonment issues and i mean and and you know rightly so his parents had passed away uh and um and then you know jody was uh, talking about leaving and stuff and, and you know and he got scared he was fearful of being alone and not having anybody you know and uh, uh the scripture uh the only scripture that I could come up with that that you know that kind of um uh lit, you know, let led me down. You know, uh, that came right down to it is um, um, Joshua one and nine. Uh, I repeat, be strong and brave. Don't be afraid and don't panic. For I, the Lord your God, am with you in all you do. And uh, you know, um, it because he was fear. Mike was fearful of being left behind by jody and even the grandmother even the grandmother knew you know that fear the fear is the killer you know and and that is what that's what he had to work on you know with the abandonment issue and stuff like that and 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 that even further lets me uh be- makes me believe what Chris Sierra is saying that it's a dream because uh, he he was scared and, and I don't know it just uh, to me it just reading that scripture and now what um, Chris is saying and how you know how Chris said it's a dream you know it was all a dream it just makes sense that Mike was scared of being abandoned that that that's that's how I that's how it pertains to the Bible, in my mind,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
0: abandonment, and he should not have, uh, uh, he should have depended on the Lord, you know, mm-hmm. for that. And uh, well, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kevin, how how do you feel about? Um,
3: I look at it. I look at it as the price of sin, uh, and cause and effect. Um,
2: if you do it with strange girls in cemeteries, they'll you into a muppet
3: and throw you into hell and make you work forever.
2: <laughs> That's good.
0: How <laughs> that? Yes, sir. Cause and effect. That's good.
1: <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm wondering if 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 that um, that place where those tours went um, was supposed to be hell. I mean, he the kid said it was a planet or a dimension, <laughs> but I wonder if it was supposed to be hell. You
0: know, that's a good question. Everybody that the tall man uh, he ran the mortuary, right?
3: Mm-hmm. But we, when we see the tall man in this movie. He's dealing with what people, we would call sinners, caught in the act, and the wages
2: of sin is death, so he sends them off to their punishment. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I might be going deeper than he intended with this, but (laughs) but I'm thinking um, if you ask for a correlation, that's all I got.
0: Right. (laughs) Uh, I understand.
4: (laughs) The only only way I could see this movie pertaining to the Bible was me praying to God that I'd be nice and not go off on this movie. Because I was sitting there like, Lord, be still my vicious tongue. Because I might say things that might not be right. But, you know, I I, I couldn't really correlate anything with the Bible because, like I said, I wasn't really... My emotions was different. And it's just like, mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm like, why? Like <laughs> was, I just had so many questions. Now, yeah, it could be a dream, but my thing is, explain to me at the very end when the boy got pulled into the mirror. Oh,
0: yeah. That's was all, a nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Yeah. I knew he's I knew going.
2: Yeah.
0: I was like, huh.
3: Huh. Like, I, I just I just before Nightmare on Elm Street came out. Yeah, like yeah. five years
2: before. Yeah. yeah.
4: But yeah, I was sitting watching. I was just like, I, I got, I got. I know she's gonna answer me that question. I got nothing. I got nothing but anger. <laughs> like, nothing but anger for this movie. That's all I got. The only thing yeah. that
2: made
1: me, the only thing that made me angry about this movie. With
0: the clothes, <laughs> yeah. the
4: lady in yeah, lavender.
0: Well, actually, I liked her. Well, I'm a woman, okay. I liked her dress. What thinking back then, man, yeah. man,
4: <laughs> the
3: hairstyles,
0: mm-hmm. oh wow, the the, the uh yeah. the bell bottoms, yes. One thing, one thing I will like say. Carson on crack.
4: One thing I will say. I, I really, what I really love about this movie was Dodie's car. That car was beautiful.
3: Oh, oh yeah!
4: Man. Oh man! I saw that car. I was like, "Oh, this might be my favorite scene." Every time that car pulls up. <laughs> and the little brother's
3: driving
1: it and working on it.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. Like at thirteen saying. years old, he was doing all, was doing all that.
1: that. Yeah. Oh, well, there
0: you go. There's, now you know it was a dream. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, that further proved yeah. Chris, Chris's point. It was a dream. <laughs> that was a beautiful car. Well, guys, I don't have any more questions, but I do have five fun facts to share with you all. Uh, my fun fact number one is um, the genesis of the story came to director Conn Kaskari Kaskari uh, Don Cascarelli, sorry about that, in a dream. He <laughs> mm-hmm. came to him in there a dream <laughs> one night. <laughs> came to him in a dream one night. So I knew, but I was just holding back from the, for the five fun facts. Uh, one night in his late teens, he dreamed of a fleeing, uh, a fleeing uh, down in uh In an endlessly long marble corridor, pursued by a chrome spear, intent on penetrating his skull with a wicked needle, there was there was also uh, a quite quite a futuristic spear dispenser, uh, out of which the orbs would uh, would emerge and begin to. Oh, yeah. Uh and my fun fact number 2 is Don uh director Don Cuscarelli took the title phantasm from the works of Edgar Allan Poe. It is a term frequently used by Poe in his writings. Um my fun fact number 3 is Don uh Don, uh, Don Cuscarelli and Reggie Bannister's parents, uh, Reggie Bannister is, of course, Reggie in the movie. Uh, his um, parents, their parents, both of their parents, can all be seen as actors in the funeral scene.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, wow, I
0: didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And uh, my fun fact number four is the doors were played by children. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't acting yeah, on really that set. Divorced, what the heck? <laughs> I'm so glad I wasn't acting on that set. And kids would get ones at that. kids would get yeah. kids would get punted left and right if I was on that set.
0: <laughs> and my thing number five is the song playing on um, uh, the song that Jody and Reggie were singing on the front porch sitting here at midnight was actually composed by Bill Thornbury himself bill Thornbury um played um uh J- jody so he okay. actually wrote oh song. wow yeah. you knew
3: they were playing this just watching
1: their fingers uh-huh they were literally playing
0: yeah exactly um, yeah. Uh, yeah. yep themselves and, yeah. and singing themselves i mean they both they both have some good voices you
1: know i don't i don't know oh i'm sorry go ahead
0: the oh no chris go ahead say what you were gonna I, say I, I,
1: I was listening to a podcast one time with Don Coscarelli himself. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, it was Mick Garris' podcast.
0: Mick Garris. Oh, I love fan. Mick Garris. He, um, on his
1: podcast, he had Don Coscarelli on there and he was talking, Don was talking about the, the, the sphere, the ball and how they got that to work. And it's the funniest thing. Um, they tried all these different techniques for that thing to fly through the, you know, they, they, had it, they had it on strings, and they had it, like, you know, different ways going down the hallway. Nothing worked. Uh-huh. So he said, why don't I just get behind the camera and throw the thing? So that's what they did. He, he got behind the camera and he threw it. on line dry, And that's what you see. He had a good arm. They, they turned the camera upside down. Uh, I, I forget why they did that. I guess for make it look a little weird, maybe.
2: Maybe. And um, but
1: yeah, that's what he did. He got behind the camera and threw the thing.
4: Yeah, he he has, he has a heck of an arm because yeah, that, that, that ball that ball went straight, like no dips at all. Yeah, and it's funny the way he tells the story. He was just like, you know, they were talking, but he He was talking to the
1: crew, and the crew's like, "Yeah, we're trying to get this thing to work. It's not working. Well, let me just throw the thing." <laughs> <laughs> he must have had a good arm. Yeah, and it yeah. worked. My
0: tigers he
1: need him. That's what he
0: did. He threw it. You said my tigers need him. Yeah. <laughs> need
2: them.
3: Well, there are a lot of special effects. The ones that are really sweet are the ones that you do what they call in camera. It's yes. not something that's done in post
2: production. Uh, we did a, a horror thing, a Christian horror
3: thing where this lady was being dragged down the hall by a demon mm-hmm. and the way we did the effect, we had her lay on a blanket uh, up to her waist and we dragged her out of sight. Nice. Uh, yeah. And it was very smooth on, it was on a marble floor and she was trying to claw at the thing and um, it looked hot and it's amazing if you get the opportunity to do something in camera, um, the eye really can't tell what's happening. Right, right, yeah. Oh, so uh, yeah. you mentioned turning the camera upside down. I wonder what effect that would have. Look at, um, what movie was that? Um, Black Panther. When um, Killmonger was taking over the throne and they showed him walking through the throne and the camera, the point of view, was turning around and upside down. And just as a viewer, you can see that he's turning their world upside down.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Just,
1: uh, yeah. Uh, what was the thing? I, I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. ever saw, uh, have you ever seen burnt Offerings? <laughs> heard
0: of it. I've heard of it. I have not Adam seen it. Karen Black yet. is in it.
1: Karen Black, of course. Is the oh, yes, That's yes. True. Yeah, *Trilogy of Karen.
2: <laughs> Offerings,
1: um, and another, there's another horror movie, and I can't think of it, that's a newer one. But Burnt Offerings was made back
0: then, like 70s, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Um, they used the same
1: exact house in Phantasm. Oh,
0: really? Now, that movie. was a nice house. The, the house, I, uh, and uh, if I'm uh, to be honest, it kind of reminded me of the. The psycho house because uh, the house itself could have been a character be- just because they kept exactly. showing it. First of all, they kept showing it, and but but it was a really nice house. The exterior yeah. was really nice. The white, I like the white. You know, it was all white. Mm-hmm. I like that. And then and you and know, those tall,
1: the tall chimneys.
0: Yes, I liked. I liked it. I liked
1: it. And so
3: that that was a missed opportunity to tell some story
0: with just the visual yeah we don't know what ended up on the cutting room floor yeah exactly yeah Uh, uh, one of us will have to take one for the team and and watch it (laughs) thank you chris (laughs) (laughs) Um, and well we move on to um the casting crew that has passed on and there's not that many that has passed away actually not um uh, from from the movie. The only one uh well there's two um from the cast. Uh yeah, two from the cast. Uh three if you count um Don Casparelli's mother. Um uh Kenneth Jones who plays the caretaker uh he died on November sixth of ne- last year, 2020. Um, it didn't tell it didn't say what he died from it or how old he was or anything. It just said that he yeah. passed away last year. Uh, and of course, Angus Grimm, he passed away um, January 9, 2016. He died of prote- uh, pro- uh, prostate cancer and he was oh. yeah, he was 89 years old. And then uh, Don Cascarelli's mother, Kate Cascarelli, who was actually also a producer uh, of this movie. She, um, uh, she was one of the funeral guests. Um, she passed away August 25th, 1999 at the age of 72. And then um, Fred Myro, he did the music He died from a heart attack on January 14, 1999, and he was 59. And uh, Mr. Malcolm Seagrave, he also did the music. And he died on January fifth, two 2001, and he was 72. So those are all the deaths from this movie, though. Everybody else is alive um and now we go on to my grouper's reaction where uh i did ask them the same question i asked you guys why i asked why do you guys think that phantasm is a cult horror movie or a cult classic horror movie and uh frank meter says i had dreams the tall man was coming after me for real out of this world out-of-this-world movie for its time, and it's a (laughs) must-see. And Eric Schuffelberger says, I have a ton of phantasm stuff. And yes, it's a definition, uh, it's the definition of a cult film. There is a lot to speak about with these films. I was uh in goes on to say I was lucky enough to attend uh a, a Phantasm Reunion panel and get a photo with Angus Grin uh and the rest of the cast. So wow. he got a picture with them. Uh uh
3: Yeah, I saw that on the side.
0: Yeah. And uh Mark Luton says, I love the Phantasm saga. I love the corporeal and extensio in it. The scares, the characters, just the masterpiece. Because it's one long story. I tend to judge the experience as a whole. But, but if I rank them, if I rank the movies from one to five, it will be in this order. One, four, two, three, and five. You watched all five of them. Yeah, you watched all five of them.
4: <laughs> <laughs> four so,
0: so. But see, he's probably into. I mean, because you know, when I read it on Wikipedia, you know what they have it as? They have it as a a fantasy horror. Yeah. You know yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: So that. if you love fantasies and you love horror, and then you combine the two,
4: I love fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you don't like I'm horror. I'm not a fan of horror. I don't say I hate horror. I'm just not a fan of it.
2: Uh-huh.
4: Did I like this movie? I
2: don't
4: know. It's not Lord of the Rings. I said <laughs> No, it's, it's not. not it's not it's not even legend. I don't know if a lot of his viewers know about the movie Legend with Tim Curry and uh Tom Cruise.
0: With Tom Cruise? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Tom
4: Cruise. Old school movie. That could be a horror fantasy. Well,
0: Labyrinth it's a horror fantasy, is it not?
4: That's one of my favorites.
0: Yeah, and it's on Tubi too. Did you see that? Oh yeah, it's on Tubi and
4: Netflix. Yeah. So yeah. we'll probably be watching that like this
0: weekend. Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> sing
4: it, but it's one of my favorites. It's up it's right up there with um
2: what's that movie?
4: Oh yeah, Little Shop of Horror.
2: Oh, <laughs> When you're
3: talking about Little Shop of Horrors, are you talking about the original black and white or the color one?
4: Uh, the color. I'm talking about the color one. I have seen black, the black and white version, but I prefer the color.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, because I, I love musicals. So, yeah. So, yeah. uh, you know, putting a musical and a horror movie together, you know, just, oh, my gosh, That's that was in heaven. That was talented. It yes. was. So it was. many talented people in that movie. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes.
0: Yes. Well, well, guys, we have come to the end of my podcast. I, I want to thank Kevin and Chris for, for being with us tonight. Thank you so much. You know, Kevin, is, especially you, you Kevin, because you live in Detroit, and you, you're you an hour ahead of us. So you're about to be at 10 o'clock right now. And so
2: I'm, I missing Chris.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, Chris, you sure are, because you're in um, Philadelphia. Yeah, I could, yeah. So both of y'all, both of y'all
4: are put past y'all bad times. Right I just now. want to say I miss course, Detroit. I miss Detroit mainly for there's no there's no real good Coney Islands down here in Texas. There
0: isn't.
4: There's no White Castles here in Texas. Only in Kroger and there is in Walmart. I'm not buying frozen White Castles. I need my <laughs> White Castles fresh. <laughs> you know, I do got to I do got to visit Philly to get a Philly cheesesteak. Yes. Just, just so my viewers know, if you guys see the pictures, I am a fat man and I love food. <laughs> so, I got to visit these yeah, places, I'm a city. fat man too. Trust me. I love my food.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. I you nothing to say about this. I can, I can eat a whole pizza.
4: Oh. You're you, uh, hey, you my brother from another mother. Yes, <laughs> same here. I have to cut down. I got to lose my weight, though. Yeah, I got to keep up with Um, the little with the little one.
3: I'll I'll eat a coney for you, man.
0: I
4: appreciate you.
3: Yeah, (laughs) I
1: don't do stuff for you.
0: I I, I love Coney Island too, and I do miss it. But but I do love Texas. It's just a lot of opportunities happened here for me and my mom, and and I wouldn't take that back for the world. I
4: will for White Castle (laughs) burger.
0: But uh, but uh, yeah, I I do want to talk about my group page um, for a minute. For a minute, for the listeners that are listening, uh, I, we have so much fun on my group page. We, uh, it, it's full of love and light, and of course horror movies too. And uh, we just have so much fun. I know I have so much fun, and I'm the you know, I'm the leader of the uh, of the group page. So. So I'm biased, but <laughs> but if you guys uh, want to join, all you have to do is just go to Facebook, put horror movie warriors in the search engine, and it will be there.
4: We have so far 724 members and counting. Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: I'm am proud of that. That's within That's just awesome.
4: two years of the group. Two years of the group. She's already almost up to a thousand, almost up to a thousand people, which we are pushing for about before. This group goes to uh, year three to have a thousand people in this group.
0: Yes, and after and when I reach a thousand, I can very well uh, get sponsored. is yes. what I
2: heard. Yeah, oh.
0: yeah. That that's scary, but it's also exhilarating. <laughs> yeah.
4: Have no fear, Latrice. Have no fear. <laughs> This movie ain't
0: taught you anything. Have no fear. Right. (laughs) That's so true. And also, my PayPal account. I want to mention my PayPal account just for uh, because um, if you you guys like what you hear and if you guys want to give me a tip at all, you guys very well may. Um, uh, My email address is carterlatrice126 at gmail.com. Again, that email address is carterlatrice126 at gmail.com and that's all I have. So, uh, guys, um, uh, Kevin and Chris, I thank you again for being oh, thanks here. For, uh, thank thanks
1: you. for asking me. Yes.
0: yes. Uh, nice Ke-
1: Chris. Hey, you too, man.
3: You
0: too. Yes, uh, 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 You guys will be on again. Um, I'm yeah do the stand again when you did the stand did you do the one from the reboot right now or the one with uh gary sinise the gary. what the, the one with the gary sinise
3: uh, uh, and i wasn't invited hey
0: hey, I, hey see, we, see, we, boy, see we're here we're here there. see she didn't, invite me
3: for,
4: I, she didn't buy read me for that book eight times see yeah that's
1: a that book is
4: that's, how, that, that's how she yeah. does that's how she, she tells
1: see, the me the king kills people Mila yeah, right. 99.2% of the population.
4: Exactly. Mila Trees, ed- Tree's been together for over 12 years. Yes. And, she, and she knows me. She knows I like Little Shop She'd say, hey, you know what? I got a full group of people here, but I know you love this movie, and you my boo thing. I'll come on and do your thing. I'm like, you know what? I would. But no. She's like, hey, you want to do Fantastic? I'm like, what, is, what the heck is that movie? <laughs> What the heck? Are they singing in it? Is Steve Martin in it? No. I'm sorry, y'all. I just feel like I have
3: to hey, After this, we can do counseling on this. All right.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I will call you. <laughs> Say a few prayers for me.
0: Oh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised Kevin didn't bring up uh how you guys met. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I, I, I introduced you to sorry first. Oh, right. Okay. I'm still trying to... I, I, my mind is blank. I, I Remember, Kevin, I introduced him to sorry first, and you was looking at me like, uh, hello. Hello. Oh. <laughs> like, God, 18 years ago or something like that? Yeah, about 13. About 13 years.
4: Yeah, yeah. I think I had discussions
3: you with you about that. It was like
2: this. This was, this was
3: back when I had a crew cut,
0: right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. This is back when I still had
4: a fade.
0: Yeah.
4: And I was fifty pounds lighter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So here's the deal. I will redo the stand, and I will redo. Let us suffer for us.
4: It's too late. Feelings are still hurt. <laughs> if, you, if you redo the stand, I
0: want to be on it with Chris. Yes, sir. Oh. Chris is, and Chris will be on it. Yes.
2: Because
0: yes. Chris loved it. Oh, my God. We had such a good time um understand uh kevin and uh, yes no it'll be fun it'll be fun to talk to another fan about it it will yes it will i i will i will keep you posted it probably won't be next year but the year after that no take uh, your time yes take your time just
2: let
3: me know when it's going to happen yes sir it will
0: probably be in 2023 and i will definitely let you know i will look out for you
1: (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: I, will, I will look
4: out for you I will make sure she remembers
1: Just, just, don't, just don't go to that water little
3: home out there in the desert In California <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yes Well uh, next week I'm going to be talking about Stevie King's sleepwalkers uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that Or even see or have ever seen it, but it's actually a good movie. Not a lot of people liked it, but I liked you know, it. I thought it, is, it was really good.
1: I loved it, and it's Mick Garris.
3: Yes,
0: Mick Harris was the director. I'm telling you, I love Mick Garris. Let, uh, uh, let me know when
3: you're going to, when you're doing it with uh, Tim Curry. Oh, yes,
0: yes. I, I did part one already, but I am do, doing part two of the 1990 miniseries. I'm doing part okay. two. Um, I believe it's next year. I'll let you know, Kevin. I, I have to uh, look at my schedule, which I, I, I left at deals. home. So I'll I'll um I'll look at my schedule and I'll let you know on Sunday when I get back home. Uh, okay. uh I'll let you know when I'm doing part two. Cause I know I'm doing part two. And, um is yes, it your next? I got
1: deals.
0: Yes, yes. I'm gonna put you down right, right there on the spot. So fast. Um, It's either next year. I read
3: that book 11
0: times. It's either next year or 2023. But I know I got it down because I have my listen. I have a whole. I have schedule written out to 2025. Cool. Yep. Good for you. Yep, I have all the movies that I want to discuss. I have them all written down until 2025, and I might do 2026 too, so. All right. I right. Yep, yep. I have to do that. I have to have my uh, all the movies that I'm doing written down okay. so well, i gotta check out now you have a good evening you as well kevin and i'm we're checking out now too so listeners have a great night we'll we'll see you later uh this right, has everybody. been thank you thank you so much <laughs> this has been latrice carter uh kevin stevens and chris new uh, and my fiance brian wilson no i am and we'll see you guys later bye guys